0: It's a new day, yes it is.
1: Wakey, wakey! Time to get up.
0: Good morning, citizens. Up and at them, rise and shine. This is your wake up call, people.
1: Come on, the coffee's on. on. We're gonna get you guys circulating on Christian
0: radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What my nerd? Nerd! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd.
1: And uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
2: shine, nerds.
1: Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And also I own roughly 300 Funko Pops.
2: And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Back Row. And I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends and Burping quite a lot currently because I'm drinking cap and, er, carbonated water. <laughs> Coconut
1: carbonated water too, disgusting.
2: Oh, it's so good! It tastes Ugh. like a pina colada. Ugh. It's yummy.
1: Not a fan. Today <laughs> on the show, Bo and I had COVID. <laughs> Surpr- all... Surprisingly, not from each other either. It was well, very
2: weird. Yeah. Fact: <laughs> uh, We've also got a "Who said it." quiz twitter poll five random facts and more
1: but first today is monday february 1st already january's gone it's i know
2: over. it's weird
1: 2021 and we've got some holidays to celebrate
2: that's right it's national dark chocolate day yeah uh-huh i mean
1: i do prefer milk chocolate but as i get older i appreciate dark chocolate more mm-hmm. like i remember as a kid you'd get those miniatures those hershey miniatures yes i would throw the dark chocolate away
2: every time
1: But Mm -hmm. that's quickly becoming my favorite one.
2: You know, I don't know if it is just something as you age and your taste buds change and mature, if that is really what causes the, I don't know. Swap? Maybe.
1: (laughs) Tongue
0: swap? Tongue swap? No, that sounds bad. (laughs) Nah, (laughs) yeah.
2: Again, let's emphasize, we did not get COVID (laughs) from eating dark chocolate.
0: Gross. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, but I yeah, I'm the same. I yep, anyway. <laughs> but only some brands of dark chocolate. There are some brands that are still just total garbage. Don't ask me what they are cuz I can't think of one off the top of my head right now.
1: Okay. Uh, what's the darkest you have ever gone oh. with chocolate chocolate <laughs> chocolate? <laughs>
2: I didn't realize there was like a level of darkness. Oh, there
1: definitely is.
2: I had no idea.
1: Uh, so <laughs> So on keto, you know, uh, the darker the chocolate, the less carbs, the less sugar right. is in it. And um I was I was at I think at Albertsons and I saw that Ghirardelli had some squares of mm-hmm. 90% dark chocolate.
0: Oh, and I you thought, know, you're right. Yeah,
1: I thought, oh, okay. I mean, I like dark chocolate, and this has, like, three carbs for a square. That's not bad. I bought that thing my entire face. Puckered? Yes, from the bitterness. (laughs) It is so awful tasting that I cannot imagine a single person on this planet who prefers to eat that over anything else. Yeah. Who would choose that over not eating chocolate. But so, and it wasn't like baking chocolate, you know. Right. This is in the little squares to eat. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so if our theory tracks, then the only people that will eat the 90 to 90% have to be like 105. <laughs> That's fair. The older you get, the more you like it.
2: I really think, see, and now that I I think about it, I can remember seeing the percentages on them, but never even gave it any thought. So I've never because I've never gave it any thought, I couldn't tell you one hundred percent how what the darkest is yeah. that I've ever had. But I can remember seeing an eighty percent. So I know that I've gone at least eighty percent and I don't remember it being disgusting. So
1: Yeah. I don't know, I feel like that's high.
2: The special or the Hershey's special dark, mm-hmm. that's my favorite.
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's amazing.
2: hmm And I'm not a Hershey's like a Hershey's Bar fan. No? I'm not going to go buy a Hershey's Bar and just eat it. No, or not, a, not Kiss- a plain one, yeah. anyway. I'll get Rain- the
1: almond one yeah. occasionally.
2: Uh-huh. Even Hershey's Kisses, I'm not going to eat the plain yeah. kisses. No, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Not unless there's a bowl at a party somewhere like I'll have to. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy a bag.
2: Right. Forget that. But the special dark bar, mm-hmm. I will eat that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. It's also <laughs> National Get Up Day.
1: And I read about this one. This one's just about like moving it's no it's about like when it's like the when you fall get up kind of thing so it's like don't don't quit kind of thing
2: okay which you know
1: always good motivation
2: yeah
1: every day should be get up day
2: if at first you don't (laughs) succeed try try again
1: so later in the show mo and i are going to talk about our our dueling experiences with covid uh but uh, so far uh what we're finding out is covid solved covid's gone now have you noticed no. New York is, is is wanting to open. California's wanting to open. Uh, 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 Michigan? Restaurants? You can eat in the restaurants now. And even here in New Mexico, where just a couple months ago, we implemented a whole new plan where every single county was red. And once you get the green, then we can open up schools and do all these other things. And most of our counties are still red, but our governor's like, hey, every single school in the state can open up. Next week. We don't tend to get political here, but this feels really oddly timed.
2: I um, <laughs> I smell a conspiracy. <laughs> Listen, I have, and I think we've talked about this or I've at least said it before, but I have a, a small twinge of conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. in me. I think we all do. You know, especially and,
1: after this last year.
2: Well, but that's what I was going to say. Yeah. After this last year. I actually like it it was it kind of mellowed out for me. I Mm. was like, oh, okay, fine. But no, now it's like, yeah, (laughs) that small little conspiracy theorist that had kind of mellowed out, kind of taken the backseat. No, it is running my entire brain at this point. (laughs) I cannot help but think.
0: Right. Have we're we...
2: all a bunch of puppets and there is a puppet master and the puppet master is not god because that's not how he works <laughs> i feel like god might be the backstage crew like he's mm-hmm. he's he's in control of it the show's mm-hmm. not going to go on without him
0: <laughs>
2: but there is somebody <clears throat> up there messing with us all and we can't do anything about it
1: yeah and like there are so many weird things happening so many strange situations uh, occurring in in all spectrums of things, when we go, of course politically, but with the COVID thing, with social media, with all sorts of things that have multiple sides to them. Mm-hmm. And it feels like only one side is getting to say a word about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And everybody who's stepping out of line of that one side, Is no longer just deemed wrong, but deemed a horrible person. Oh,
2: yeah. But how is that any different from (laughs) any other time in history, especially uh, uh, an election year? I couldn't think of the word for a minute. Goodness. Um, There's always something big that tends to divide during sure an election season and it's but i don't think
1: it's ever gotten to the point where now people are just straight up banned on social media just for holding an opinion for life yeah or any anything of this nature uh youtube channels reddit threads all these things just getting closed you uh (laughs) you can't Uh, If you espouse this one theory at one point, if you question something that was legitimately worthy of questioning, you can't fundraise for your political party anymore. You can't have a channel. You can't do this. You have to go to these uh, other sub uh, unpopular social media platforms out there that are nowhere as big as this. And then they even got rid of one of those. Yeah. They're just like, no, we don't even want you to have a place to go, that was weird. This mm-hmm. is weird. And it's and it's weird that there aren't enough people on both sides of any of these agreements saying, okay, this is too far. Yeah. This is going too far. Mm-hmm. Too many people are like, nope, this is definitely what we should do.
2: Yeah. I Shut
1: them up, lock them up. Just
2: but here's the thing, and <laughs> we've said this multiple times too. Is it that there are too many people who Are saying, yes, this is, this is exactly what we should be doing. Or is it that that's just the loudest voice? That's quite possible. There aren't enough of us saying, guys, come on, let's, let's be realistic Can we stop
1: being ridiculous?
2: Yeah. Let's all just take it from a serious point of view, an unbiased point of view, and just admit that this is absolute insanity.
1: Right. It's, it's out of hand. Yeah and uh again i'm not i'm not going to point fingers one way or the other as to who's to blame i don't really think it's a political party that's to blame or an ideology that's to blame i think it's the mob just the the roving mob who wants to control ideas yeah that's to blame and that's it's, it's an odd time, mm-hmm. odd time to be here. I'm with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it just, it really is weird because of uh, what we're talking about is COVID <laughs> specifically. It really is weird to see. The the first one I saw was Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, mm-hmm. who for this entire time said, you know, if it saves, e-, I think, I believe he quoted himself saying, if it saves even one life, then all these lockdowns and whatever is worth it, mm-hmm. which everybody beat him up over for saying anyway, because like, okay, saves one life from catching COVID. How many people are going to die from not having any money or being uh, overly depressed for stuck at mm-hmm. home for months and months, all this, right. but, but, you know, he said that. And then like just a couple of days before the election, I believe, uh, or no, I mean, a couple of days after the election, he tweeted out. New York can no longer stay closed. The cure is going to be worse than disease, which is what Trump said a thousand times leading up to the election. And nobody called him on this. <laughs> and I don't understand, but it's just the, it, it, it changes so quickly. And, uh, our, our own governor here was not immune to that. And so she, she, uh, she abandoned her own rules and, I just, and that was funny to see, too, because, you know, we talked about how we have in the comments um, that uh, on, on all our videos, all our update videos, you'll have a whole bunch of people who will be, let our kids go back to school, quit locking us down. And then the complete opposite on the other half of praise you, oh, fantastic governor, thank you so much for saving our lives. And then she came out with this of all schools are opening up and it's all like to hybrid, but only elementaries had been able to, and only in some places up to this point. And now every school in the state is allowed to open up in a hybrid mode where you go to school two days, Wednesday, you basically have off and then two days at home. Um, and the comments flipped completely <clears throat> to uh, those exact same people going, well, it's about dang time, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And the other people are like, how could you betray us like this? I'm not sending my kid back to school ever. Yeah. Till everybody has a vaccine. Yep. <laughs> Despite the fact the World Health Organization and CDC still both say, and they've been saying for months, that, no, it's it's fine to open schools. Yeah. Open the schools. Just as long as you're doing it, following these practices, it's okay. Just mm-hmm. do it. Just just okay. Yep. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about children and COVID, too. Uh. Later on in the show, because clearly our kids had to have had it. Right? Yeah. Because we, we had it. They get up in our faces.
2: Well, I know for a fact two of my three. Yeah, had it. Yeah, yep.
1: I'm pretty sure both of us did too. But we'll talk more about that later. Uh, I'm sure we have some some fun tales to tell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But <laughs> let's take a break right here. When we come back, are you ready to feel old?
2: But first, a new back row binge watch.
1: Stick around.
0: It took me a while to figure it out. But just now, as we were all fighting and yelling at each other, and each one of us demanding we should go to the bad place, I thought to myself, man, this
2: is torture. And then it hit me. They're never gonna call a train to take us to the bad place. They can't, because we're already here. This is the bad place.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man. I can't believe you figured it out. E, yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry about that. But in the last episode of the first season of The Good Place, we find out that nope, they're not in the Good Place at all. They're being tortured in the Bad Place in an elaborate deception. And of course, knowing this knowledge, looking back on the first 12 episodes of the season, we can clearly see that, oh yeah, no, that totally makes sense now. But most of us who watched the series as it was airing really believed that this was supposed to be some version of heaven and that they were trying to fix what was going wrong with heaven in order to get it to be perfect, not that this was an elaborate deception. It was a big twist and one that I honestly didn't see coming. And that's kind of been the devil's lie from the very beginning, that this world that he's in control of can be perfect if we can just fix one or two things or do one or two tasks. I mean, it goes back to the Garden of Eden. You can be like God if you just eat this apple. In Matthew 4, verses 8 through 10, it says, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, all of these I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. But then Jesus replied, be gone Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. That's right, the devil had the audacity to tempt God's own son with paradise, with everything he could ever want. And he does that to all of us today, trying to convince us that this world is all there is and this can be your paradise.
0: Oh, it looks like paradise but it's actually a filthy dumpster full of our worst anxieties.
1: Don't wait until the afterlife to find out that you have built up your treasures in the wrong place. This world should not be our home and it should not be a place where we seek after our own pleasure. Instead, give your life to God and devote yourself to trying to live as righteous and selfless and loving and giving as you can and build up your treasures in heaven. And that way, when you reach the actual good place, you'll hear the devil say, You really suck. You, you ruined everything. You know that? Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch on the Back Row Morning Show every Monday right here on LTN Radio. the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. Today on the show, we were talking about COVID-19, uh, because nobody's sick of that yet. <laughs> and we'll be talking more about that later in the show.
2: And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you.
1: Uh, eventually, Ooh, we're going to have a fun little intro for this segment. What? I just haven't gotten it set up, because I've been what? sick at home for two weeks, so. Stopped all my plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ready to go?
2: I'm ready. let uh, Five random facts about dark chocolate.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
2: Dark chocolate has more cacao, which are the beans that chocolate are made from, and less sugar than other chocolates, so it's considered healthier than milk and white chocolate.
1: How'd you pronounce it?
2: Cacao. What's it spelled? C a c a o.
1: I think it's cacao. I think you're wrong. I think it's cacao.
2: Mm-hmm. Google it. I don't okay. have to. I don't I think I have to say it again. <laughs> um, okay. Eating dark chocolate widens arteries and promotes healthy blood flow that can prevent the buildup of plaque that can that can back up arteries.
1: Plaque that smiles back.
2: <laughs> That's not it.
0: No. It's
2: fine. <laughs> I was like, wait, that that doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, the smell of chocolate increases brain waves which trigger relaxation. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Uh, eating dark chocolate every day reduces the risk of heart disease by one third. And flavonoids found in cocoa products it, that was spelt, one, yeah. uh-huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> found in cocoa products have antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and anti-clotting effects that can reduce the risk of diabetes by improving insulin sensitivity. I knew that. Ah.
1: Okay. Let's see. So dark chocolate it. is
2: healthy for you.
1: Let's find it. Let's see, C A C A O, uh-huh. right?
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: Cacao. Is that what I said?
2: That is what you said. I was wrong. You were right.
1: Is that what I said?
2: Yes, you said cacao. I promise you that is okay. What you, okay. I
1: don't even remember what I said now. <laughs> All right, cacao. I'm cacao. Dying
2: a little bit inside. You were right. I was wrong. <laughs> Cacao! Cacao! Is
1: it coming up on the audio? Can you hear it? I hear it. All right.
2: Cacao! <laughs> Cacao! Shut
0: up!
1: I don't think it is coming up on the thing. Hold on. I think I got, yeah, I got mix minus put in. Hold on. All right, here it is. Sorry, everybody. Cacao. There we go. Cacao. I've been playing it multiple Cacao. times and you haven't heard it yet.
2: <laughs> Either that or they've heard it every Cacao. single time. And now they're like, shut up. Cacao.
1: Good gravy. Oh, man. Okay. (sighs) That was my facts. (laughs) Good facts. Thanks. And I want some chocolate.
2: Mm, Me too. Whew,
1: I think the people in the office downstairs have cranked up the heat. I
2: know. It is warm. <laughs> it is warm.
1: Uh, all righty. So uh, Twitter is is a, is a toxic dumpster fryer these days. Uh, but there are still some people trying to be funny out there. So here are a few tweets that are worth a chuckle. And maybe, maybe a tear or two. Because this is a list that will make us all feel super old.
2: Oh, great. Okay.
1: So you ready for this?
2: As if I didn't already feel that way. <laughs>
1: So the first one's basically a meme, and you can't really see the meme, so I apologize. Most of them are just normal tweets, but it's a it's, a, it's an old lady pushing a walker and someone helping, like a younger lady helping her down. And the old lady saying, Netflix used to come in the mail.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to know how old, uh, how or, or what year you had to be born in to not know that Netflix used to come in the mail before it was a streaming service? If you were born, and that's like, I guess, to even be alive when it was, before it was a streaming service. If you were born 2007 or later, so there are 13-year-olds who were never even alive before Netflix was a streaming service. How -hmm. old's your daughter? Nine. How old's, uh...
2: Canon's 13. He 13. was born in 2007.
1: Yeah. So he's as old as Netflix is.
2: Interesting. <laughs> it's funny because both my boys remember getting Netflix Yeah, in the mail. and I'm sure
1: you still, a lot of people still got Netflix in the mail for a yeah. long time after the streaming service started.
2: Well, while we were in Italy, you know, you only get four channels being mm. um, military overseas. Yeah. So that's when we started using Netflix and that we would sense. get, uh-huh, we would get the three DVDs in the mail. And I can remember it was always a DVD for Chris and I, and then two DVDs for the boys, like one specific for them and then one family movie night, you know, <laughs> and the boys were so excited when we would get the little red packages <laughs> in the mail.
1: <laughs> that's cute Mm -hmm. uh all right here this one comes from james tack he says i was at the supermarket and the cashier asked me for some id for the beer i was purchasing and i said sure and i held up my license he said okay cool i can see the one and i said the one he said yeah the one at the beginning of your birth year Mm -hmm. oh gosh yep (laughs) happy new year
0: (laughs) yep Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yeah let's see uh number six cody rodriguez says remember when you had to watch titanic on two vhs tapes Mm -hmm. i remember that i I remember thinking that was novel i'm like this is dope this movie's so long that it (laughs) it has two vhs
0: yep (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: remember when we thought that was the the longest movie that would ever exist too like
2: yeah that is true.
1: Then there came. wasn't
2: any other movie that at that
0: yeah, point that.
1: Well not not any mainstream movie anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh Zack Snyder's about to release a four hour movie.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> In Justice League the the Zack Snyder. Or wait, is that his name? Yeah. Snyder Cut. I'm looking forward to it though. I think it's going to be great. All right, number seven, uh, just shower thoughts posted. There was a time not so long ago when we had to physically mail our funny videos to a television show and hope they chose to share it with viewers.
2: Yeah, now it's all over YouTube. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Even you know, Fail fail Army, I guess, is uh the most um, most popular one. They have their own like free channel on all the free TV things like yeah. Pluto and uh-huh. even like Samsung has a free one now that they've installed on everybody's phone without their permission. Huh. Uh, <laughs> but they got their own just 24-7 fail army channel. Mm-hmm. Like all you're doing is curating videos and cutting them together. Yeah. None of this is your original content, but making bank.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Bank. They're not even like Bob Saget, you know, doing voices and sa- adding sound effects or anything. They're playing uh, <laughs> free music behind it. And <laughs> well, and
2: I was going to say, some of them, you they had to cut the sound out because there was a song playing in the background mm-hmm. and they don't have the rights to the song. So they have that to, are, it's completely silent. And that
1: are curse words, which I do appreciate. Well, yeah. I appreciate they cut out the curse words on the Fail Army.
2: You can always tell when they cut out a, a curse word, though, because it's, you know that word is edited,
0: yeah,
2: or the couple words are edited. Sure, but when the whole you're you're listening and there's music and there's music and it's funny and haha, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the compilation of videos, it's complete silence. You're like, what happened? Right. The first <laughs> time that that happened while I was watching a fail army string, I was like. What? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Who hit mute? What's going on? It was, of course, my 15 year old that was like, "Mom, they're playing a song in the background, so they had to, they
1: had to mute the
0: sound." Oh.
1: Yeah, they've okay. gotten better about it though. They they put their own like royalty free music behind yeah. it, so they don't feel it as much. Yeah. And now they tend to like put those all at the end of that video, and so you'll have the audio videos ones, and then. It cuts to the music one and the rest of the videos just yeah. with music. and You're just watching them get hit in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> JB Knockout said, I feel sorry for Netflix-era kids. They will never know the high-stakes adrenaline of running to the bathroom, fridge, bedroom on a single ad break with the beckoning call of a sibling screaming, It's on! Uh-huh. To send you hurtling over furniture to get back in time. Yep. To which someone replied, couldn't you just pause it? And he replied, oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. All right. Daryl Adams says, told a group of teens that when I was their age, we had to pay 10 cents per text message. And now they think I'm a liar.
2: Wow. That? Yes, I do. <laughs> I remember when text messaging was like became free mm-hmm. and it was like the best thing ever. I even doubted and questioned it can't possibly be free. It's still like. Don't
1: text anybody until I really make sure this is I know. <laughs> what they say it is.
2: Well, and then there was a time where it was like free from <laughs> nine o'clock at night till something in the morning. Yeah. You know, you could...
1: Free nights and weekends. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then and then just free all the time. It's just part of your yeah. plan. And oh, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and what? There's
1: uh, uh, uh-uh. something shady there. Uh-huh. Which something is right. shady. they just you're just being charged all of it up front, whether you use it or Which not. True. Then, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel bad when you do it. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Deanna Dewberry says. So my kid is so excited about a book that was delivered to our driveway yesterday. Mom, he asked incredulously, "Is everybody's name in there?" Yep, my 11 year old has never seen a phone book.
2: Wow. But phone books are not what they used to be. Mm -mm. They're like a third of the size of what they They used to be.
1: Yeah, we got one the other day, and I'm like, this is thin even for our town. Mm -hmm.
2: This is so little. It's because people don't have house phones anymore.
1: I tried to look up something in a phone book recently, and I, like in the yellow pages, and I could not find it. I could not get to where it was supposed to be. I'm like, what, what is this under? I don't even understand where the... All right, Google. <laughs> Why isn't this
0: alphabetical?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's alphabetical by type of store. Well, this is 2020. I don't know exactly what this qualifies as anymore.
2: It's 2021.
1: Yeah, well, it was 2021. I was reading it, so back
2: off me. Oh, my bad.
1: Uh, <laughs> the uh, name is crossed out on this, so I don't know who said this one. But it says, never forget that our parents waited until December twelfth, 2000 to find out that Bush won. Do you remember that? No. That was the first election I paid attention to. Really? Mm-hmm. The Al Gore versus George Bush thing. And I remember, because I was going to stay up late and watch the results. And uh, then they didn't have results. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we didn't find out for like... A month and a week. Like five weeks later. Hmm. Yeah.
2: I don't remember that.
1: I was gearing up for that to happen this this time, but it didn't. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you thought that this election was bad, then you should have remembered the hanging chads from uh, Florida back in 2000. Uh, Ava A. Michelle said... uh there oh, is was responding to a tweet that asked, reveal your actual age uh, by saying something that you remember that if you told a younger person, they wouldn't understand. Uh-huh. And her sentence was, there was a computer room in my house. Yeah. Remember that? Uh huh. When you had the big desktop computer that everybody used. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. That was long before uh, smartphones could do anything. Like, I remember my flip phone, and I had, like, snake on it and junk. hmm Tetris. And I remember they tried to do some sort of, like, entertainment thing. I had, like, a news break. And it oh, was, like, yeah. a two-minute clip. And there was an actual news anchor, but it was just, like, a still of him that changed every 10 seconds as he was talking. And it was very pixelated.
0: Oh. Ah, you remember that? Yep. Oh. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. Awful. I saw a video the other day of... It was like two women, a grandmother, a mother, and then a daughter. Okay. And it was like, play this sound for the younger generation and see how they react. And it was the dial-up sound. Mm. Yep.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: It was very strange.
2: It was. And <laughs> something along the lines of the two older generations will understand we'll hear that sound immediately like kind of slumped down because it's a struggle that sound means struggle uh-huh. <laughs> whereas the younger generation has no idea and that's exactly what happened <laughs> you saw the mom and the grandma just kind of like oh gosh and then the teenage daughter is like what is that is, is that an animal i don't understand is it dying
1: is this early techno what's going on here <laughs> What is that sound? <laughs> uh, it's techno without the beat mm. or the bass drop. Uh, <laughs> another uh, redacted name here, so I don't know who this is from, but it says maybe it's just the, this is a kid, okay. So maybe it's just the Generation Z and me, but how did people burn CDs? Like, how did you just get a blank CD and put songs on it?
0: Oh, this man. isn't even that long
1: ago. No. Like people, people our age are still doing this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, it's, it's outdated. And, and yeah, I mean, my, my, my newest laptop doesn't even have a CD drive. Yeah. I remember that being the weirdest thing. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, next time my mom asks me to burn her a CD, I guess I'll have to say no.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can remember when we first got our laptop that didn't have a drive and I went to put a CD in and I'm like. Where does dunk. this go? <laughs> dunk, Why dunk. is it not there? I don't understand. Well, I I'm still looking remember in the screen on the side. Right.
1: <laughs> I still remember the struggle of getting your first uh, EMAC computer that didn't have a floppy disk drive. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. That uh, it was high school when we first got them. All all the all the classrooms in our school, they all got EMACS, replaced all their old computers. And we didn't know what to do because that's how we transferred files from computer to computer was floppy disk. And yeah. now it only had a CD drive. And we're like.
2: Yeah. What do we do? We
1: I do can't tell you because CDs don't work exactly the same uh, as floppy disks. Because floppy disks could work like USBs do now. Right. You could put a file on it and take it off. And yeah. reuse it. CD, it's pretty much one and done. and. You can't always take the file off the CD. You right. have to, like, weirdly copy it. And it was bad for data transfer. But, yeah, that was the early USB
2: drive. So I I can remember our high school must not have... It must have happened after I graduated when they transferred from floppy over to CD. Mm. Because I can remember all the way up through senior year using floppy disk.
0: Yeah. Okay. I remember
1: having, like, a big stack of them for yes. for junior high for everything that we did
2: yeah well <laughs> and we had a big senior project that we had to do and that's where if you lost that floppy disk you lost everything
0: mm-hmm. and that
2: was your main grade as a senior oh gosh with your senior project if you didn't do your senior project <laughs> you didn't graduate um yeah so I can remember having like Guarding that thing with my life, sliding it down into the plastic part of the binder, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep it there so nobody would take it. (laughs) But I can also remember after Chris and I got our first computer as a couple and it not having floppy disk and me being like, wait,
0: what
1: what do I do? do Use a CD. (laughs) (laughs) It's like um, the save icon on everything is still a floppy disk. Right, Kids don't know why. They have no what idea why. That? Yeah. The save icon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like someone saw that and said, oh, you 3D printed the save icon. That's cool. Yeah. It's a paperweight or something?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. Or like the phone, even. The phone yes. icon. The weird hook with the two bulbs at the end. Why uh-huh. does it look like that? Phones, phones are rectangles. <laughs> Very weird.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Let's see. What's up? What's next? We got... Uh, Ah, uh, Jason English said, uh, my daughter just asked why we say hang up the phone, and now I feel 90.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yep.
2: Well, and that's like, and you know this with doing um, virtual learning,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: and using Google Classroom, the end button is a phone icon. Yeah. The button that the kids have to press is a...
1: Like pointed down like yeah. with an arrow. Like, chooom, uh-huh. and that's hang up the call.
2: But I didn't realize until one of my first graders, you know, early in the year, were having to explain to them how to hang up the phone or hang up the call. And it's like, press the phone button. And they're like, I don't see a phone button. No, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: It's so strange being old. Yep. Uh, all right when when Winsces winces instead of princess Wincess okay. G says I'm officially old, my sister asked me what limewire was because she heard about it on a documentary oh, a documentary y'all
2: wow, <laughs> remember
1: limewire Napster,
2: yeah, oh, I love Napster Napster was great uh-huh <laughs>
1: at college um. Even your personal computers were all hooked up to the same system mm-hmm. at our college. Mm-hmm. So when we did that, everybody's, um, I don't think it was Napster at the time, but it was iTunes. Everybody's like personal iTunes libraries were synced up. What? And so everybody was just like, and not a lot of people knew about it, but when you discovered it, you discovered it. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm taking all of this. Yeah,
2: I have all <laughs> of this music now. <laughs>
1: It was really strange,
0: this is but mine. that's how it
1: felt. That's how Napster felt. I remember yes. thinking, "This is this is like the new Napster," and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure they realize it can happen like mm-hmm. this because I don't think it's was meant to work like that. It's most of network network computers, <laughs> but not every computer on campus.
2: <laughs> every now and then, I have like this flashback. Okay, and it's a very specific flashback. I I can remember sitting in my room as a senior. Sitting in my room, my computer on my computer desk, my TV, little itty-bitty box TV, Mm -hmm. you know, sitting up on top of my dresser. Real world is playing on my TV. Of course it is. Okay. I have my um, Nokia brick phone sitting. Unbreakable. With the the, um, clear... Like see-through case.
1: (laughs) The the, the, Uh the thick plastic cover. Uh
2: (laughs) Yep. The clear see-through case.
1: It's like the stuff you put, old ladies put couches in. Yes. Really thick plastic.
2: Yep. (laughs) And I am sitting there at the computer, scrolling through Napster, trying to find a specific song with AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, (laughs) up on the side and my friends dinging the whole time. Yep. Uh, oh. And that is like our teen years summed up mm-hmm. in just one brief.
1: Very, Yeah, very, very distinctly. Probably
2: yeah. a Tony's pizza in the oven waiting for me. <laughs> so
1: as you said, something vivid that you remember from from college. Uh, one of the, the bigger things that I remember, uh, like the first day Deidre and I moved into one of the married dorms, mm-hmm. hooked the computer up to their very fast Internet at the time. I remember before that, if I wanted to download a song, like from iTunes, if I was buying a song, it would take like 30 minutes for one song to download. And then we got there and I downloaded a song and it took two minutes to download. And today you'd be like, it took two entire minutes to download a single song. But back then I'm like... (sighs) Hide the credit card because I will buy everything (laughs) if I don't have to wait 30 minutes per track. Right. And, And now it's like you can download the entire album in about 10 seconds.
2: See, and I think that could be why our generation has so many, like, we are probably the least patient generation. Yeah. Yeah. On, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. we, we really are because we went from having to wait for things, mm-hmm. you know, even episodes from television shows. Now you can just stream the show all at once. In 4K it. with yeah.
1: no problem. Yeah.
2: No. When we were kids, we had to wait until next week. And you better hope that there's not a football game or mm-hmm. a presidential speech or anything else that's going to interfere with your showtime, you know. Um so I, we went from having to wait for things and to be patient, and then it kind of slowly went away. We kind of slowly saw it fade, and then all of a sudden, it's gone. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want, at the drop of a hat,
0: mm-hmm.
2: by simply using our fingertips. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, forget this. I don't need patience for anything. <laughs> I can have what I want when I want it.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dutch Hammer 40K says... Watching cable with my eldest son, and a commercial comes on, and he asked to skip it. And I said, you, you can't skip TV ads. And then I told him that you have to pay to watch these, too. And he looked at me like I'm crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. Two more here. Bug 20 says, uh, no, wait, that's not the one I want. Nope. Okay, just one more. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Here it is. Sorry. Okay. I put the wrong number. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. <laughs> Stephanie, yes. Stephanie Duran says, uh, bye, bye, bye just came on. And my 14-year-old brother goes, what's that from? High school musical? <gasps> We've reached a generation that doesn't know who NSYNC is.
2: <gasps> <laughs> mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is sad. Where They know Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but know. they don't
1: know him from Bye Bye Bye.
2: Right. <laughs> wow. I bet they
1: barely know him from Cry Me a River.
2: Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, he's just going to be known for being Jessica Biel's husband. Mm, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, last one uh, from Redacted Name. Uh, I just found a phone from the 90s with a hashtag. There wasn't even Twitter back then. Can they predict the future? <sighs>
2: That one makes me really sad. Like on a different kind of level sad.
1: Man. So, yeah. So uh, we feel old. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then after that here on this list, there's just a, a big collection of tweets from young people who say, I wish I was born in the 90s. This generation sucks. Wish I was born in the 90s. We have a, we have a generation who longs to be born in the past, which is long after we were born. So that's where we're at, guys. Uh-huh. Hope well,
2: you there's, feel a, old. there's a TikTok sound, like soundbite that's being, that goes around where it says, this is for all the older people on TikTok, you know, those that were born in, in the late to early 90s and then you've got the whole group of 30 and 40 year olds that like as they're hearing this they'll spit out their drink or you know they react <laughs> to hearing it and then they put up their birth year up at the top like 1985 mm, crap <laughs> <laughs>
0: apparently
2: i'm the super old generation i mean
1: think about it it's really hard to put yourself into the mind of a teenager right now but i remember when i was a teenager the only thing that mattered were things in my generation. And like nothing in the outside world made any sense. And I assumed that every adult knew what was going on on the planet and understood everything that I understood when it came to slang and whatnot. And when they didn't, you're like, get with the times. But that didn't mean that they were old in my mind. It didn't mean that they were, uh, were stuck in, in their own generation of growing up as kids. I just meant that they weren't paying attention and kind a of thing. But now I'm sitting here thinking, I have no idea what teenagers are doing. And even the things that I do know what they're doing, I don't understand them. And I don't really want to.
2: Yeah. So that was like you and <laughs> when you and Hector did your interview mm. last week or. Yeah,
1: I was on the Faith and Fandom podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was talking about discord and how he just mm-hmm. doesn't. And that was me <laughs> because Topher uses discord. Like he doesn't text his friends or call his friends or facetime his friends they They communicate through discord Discord. and so for the longest time you know i'm one of the moms that regularly checks my kid's phone and so for the longest time i was like man you don't ever talk to anybody and he's like what are you talking about mom look at my discord your discord what and i open it up and i'm like oh my gosh what even is this he's got like four thousand group chat that he's in and I'm like oh my gosh so
1: I joined it for the uh, LTN con in October Mm -hmm. Uh, I joined that and Twitch like on the same day having no experience with either of these uh, platforms and yeah, I felt this I'm like what is happening? I don't know what to do, where to go. Why is all why is all this stuff grouped this way? Yeah. All this what do I do? And it and it operates differently than most things that you used to operating like on on our Discord there's yeah. a whole channel where you have to Put a certain emoji underneath a post in order to open up another section for you to see that section because that's an interest of yours.
2: See, no, and you don't know this
1: little. until you're there and you actually do now. But I mean, seriously, a couple weeks of just making myself use it and and talk to everybody through that and no no other means, and I feel like I know what I'm doing now. Uh, but it is a weird monster when you just first open it up.
2: Yeah. So I felt you'll, you'll get there immediately <laughs> overwhelmed and freaked out mm-hmm. looking at it. Now, I will say this, though. Topher just hung out with his group of friends the other night and came home and he was like, Mom, I got to talk to you. And I was like, OK, what? I'm I'm immediately going into panic mode. Panic mom mode. I just came home from my friends and I need to talk to you. Oh, crap. What happened? <laughs> but he was like, "I I think I need to listen to music more. I was like, okay, why? And he said, because my friends were passing around their phone and it was, we were all taking turns putting in music. And the only thing that I put in was like Snoop Dogg and Journey. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like. Why is that a bad thing? He said, because none of my friends knew who those bands were. Those people were. And then later on in the night, we were playing a game, and the question was, who has the worst taste in music? And everybody said me. And I was like, Topher, you honestly have the best taste in music. You
1: just don't know it yet, kid. <laughs> it you really do." taste. <laughs> today's music is... Th- but then that's the old person saying, today's yeah, music yeah. is awful. But... This will be... Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm sorry.
2: No, you're right. Go ahead.
1: There is an episode of Doctor Who that came out in, I think, 2004. It was like the second episode of the new version of Doctor Who that started.
0: Okay.
1: Where they played uh, a a classical song from Earth's history. Because this was like way in the future and Earth was being... Was dying like, and there was a bunch of rich people from all over the galaxy coming to watch it. Okay, and they were playing this classical song, and it was "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Oh my gosh! And I thought that's hilarious. No, 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 and now no, it is twenty twenty, and it's a classic song. It's true. <laughs> it's <true>. Nobody knows. <laughs> most most kids won't know who Britney Spears is either. No. Just like Justin Timberlake in, yeah. in sync. I mean, it's it's so strange. To look back and I hated that song when it came out, and so, but even then it was because I thought this is not my generation in music anymore. Yeah, and now it's like that was so long ago,
0: mm-hmm. it wasn't ago.
1: <laughs> and the music that I hear now is awful.
2: Mm-hmm. Tilford was talking about how he played Outcast and Bloodhound Gang, and Chris and I are like. <laughs> We've never been more proud of you ever, (laughs) ever. You have done so much in your 15 years that we are super proud of. But right now, this takes the cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My 15-year-old has.
1: Those are the oldies now.
2: Perfect.
1: Snoop Dogg is the oldies now.
2: (laughs) He loves Snoop. It's so funny to me.
1: Like, growing up, I listened to because my dad had an oldies radio station. Yeah. And that's what I would listen to, like, going to sleep at night. I'd turn on the oldies radio station. Mm-hmm. You'd hear Elvis. You'd hear, uh, you'd hear Journey. You'd yeah. hear Rush. You'd hear all these old 80s, 70s, and 60s bands and and uh, loved it. Loved that stuff. And now mm-hmm. you have to go to a specific 50s channel. hmm on something in order to hear that, because there's no way you're gonna hear that. Just, we're even we're even getting to the point where there's no way you're gonna hear eighties music. Yeah. On any standard radio station. That's weird to me.
2: It is really sad. <laughs> I even feel that way about movies though. You know, movie soundtracks just aren't what they oh,
1: used yeah, to nah. be. Movie soundtracks used to be fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Not anymore.
2: Sad day. We're, we're old. old. <laughs> we're, <laughs> yep.
1: gonna, we're gonna take a quick break and and uh, and and ice our limbs and joints because uh, you know getting up these stairs to the studio took it out of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we come back, we're gonna share our COVID experience.
2: But first, this week in Nerd History, stick
1: around. This is Radio Man, and this week in Nerd History, great dread beings walk beneath the earth. Nerd history. In the first week of February 1928, Weird Tales published a tale of terror titled The Call of Cthulhu by H.P. Lovecraft. Although Lovecraft had published works prior to The Call of Cthulhu that revolved around what would later be called the Cthulhu mythos, the publication of The Call of Cthulhu placed both Cthulhu and Lovecraft soundly in the pantheon of horror characters and writers, respectively. Since the publication, there have been countless references to it in greater culture, film adaptations, and homages. The sort of recent movie series Cloverfield, for example, has its roots in the Cthulhu mythos and even game adaptations, including the recent and excellent Call of Cthulhu Living card game and Arkham Horror board game. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more. the Macro Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt.
2: And I'm Mo. and today we're talking about our experiences with COVID-19.
1: But first, uh, we're going to play a quick round of Who Said It? This time...
2: Oh. Did you hear how you said it? Who oh.
1: oh, said it? <laughs> who said it? This time, uh, I, I've got... Oh, I, I know what I'm going to put for the... Uh, for the sound effect for that game, moving forward. Okay. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> this time I've got a quote uh, or quotes from two Samuel L. Jackson characters. Okay. Shield director Nick Fury or Jedi Master Mace Windu.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'll read a quote. Mo is going to guess which is which. You can play along at home. This one is timed. We have twenty quotes and five minutes to answer them all. There should be plenty of time. Uh. Are you ready?
2: You've just jinxed me, you realize that?
1: You do get you do get panicky I when do. there's time. Yeah. yeah.
2: That should be plenty of time. You okay. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: All right. laughs> uh here we go. Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Nick Fury. Correct. I recognize the council has made a decision, but given that it's a stupid blank decision, I've elected to ignore it.
2: Mace? Wrong. Uh uh-huh.
1: This party's over.
2: Mace. Correct.
1: Be mindful of your feelings.
2: Oh, my gosh. See? (laughs) Okay, I've never, I don't even know who Mace Windu is. I've never heard him say anything a day, ever. He
1: was, I think, he was in the original, not the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. Mm. He was the one with the purple lightsaber.
0: Mm -hmm. He
1: was also the one that was Samuel L. Jackson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't say.
2: I just don't remember him. I can't pinpoint him. At least Nick Fury, I know who it is. I can see him.
1: Right. Those (sighs) were a long time ago, those prequels now. I was a kid. I was in, I think, fifth grade when The Phantom Menace came out. A long time ago.
2: (laughs) All right, I'm saying Mace. Let's go.
1: Uh, Good job. Okay. Uh, For the Order of the Republic, I will give anything and everything, including my life. Mace. Good job. It, you refer to the prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the force. You believe it's this boy. Mace. Good job. The Senate will decide your fate.
2: Okay. May Nick. Oh,
1: no, I hit Mace for you because oh, I thought that's what you were saying. But yes, it was Mace. Oh, okay. Man can accomplish anything when he realizes he is part of something bigger.
2: Nick.
1: Correct. What do you want? What do we want from you? Uh huh. What do you want from me? You have become a problem—a problem I have to deal with. Nick. Correct. One thing I know for sure: nobody is better suited to protect this world than me and my people.
2: <laughs> Nick.
1: <laughs> you keep nose breathing into the microphone. <laughs> Correct. He said peace wasn't an achievement. It was a responsibility. See, it's stuff like this that gives me trust issues. Nick. Correct. But which was destroyed? The master or the apprentice? Mace. Good job. We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. Mace. Correct. Protect the senator at all costs. Nick. Wrong. Wrong. You threaten my world with war, you steal a force you can't hope to control, you talk about peace, and you kill because it's fun. Mace? Wrong. Really? It's very dangerous putting them together.
2: Mace.
1: Correct. That was a hard one. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. Nick. (laughs) No matter who wins or loses, trouble still comes around.
2: Nick.
1: Correct. I think it's time we inform the Senate that our ability to use the force is diminished. Mace. was <laughs> an easy one. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people, see if they could become something more. Nick. Correct. You got 17 out of 20.
2: Hey!
1: That was pretty good. 80, 85% and the average score is 83%.
2: I am patting myself on the back right now. <laughs> I am proud of myself.
1: You did a phenomenal job. Thanks. <laughs> some of those were way too easy because they said things like The Force yeah. in them. Yeah. But uh, some of them were could have easily applied to both
0: right. sets of movies. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, good job. Uh, All right, so we have given, uh, I have given, over these past few weeks that I've been doing these shows at home, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I've given our listeners a kind of overview, bird's eye view Mm -hmm. of this experience. Uh, But today we're going to get into the details of what it was like to have uh, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Coronavirus.
0: Coronavirus.
1: (laughs) So let's, uh, let's start at the beginning. It was three weeks ago, I think, three weeks ago, the Thursday before you and I were supposed to record, that you called me, or messaged me,
0: mm-hmm.
2: saying,
1: hey, I have news, and that's always bad <laughs> when you say that. Yes. So I responded, uh-oh, what's happening? And uh, before, that would mean we're probably moving. And right. uh, so I, I had a twinge of that in my heart. I'm like, oh, please don't do this to me again. Uh, but then he said, yeah, uh, Chris probably has COVID-19, mm-hmm. but he's going to go get tested right now, rapid tested, which we have to go to friggin' Texas to get done. Yeah. You Can't do that here in New Mexico for some reason. Uh, and then a couple hours later, yeah, he's, he's got it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm going to go get tested. So you go and you're negative. Mm-hmm. Which I think, okay. And so I'm going back and forth. Should we record? He said, I'm going to leave it up to you. I said, okay. Uh,
2: bleh,
1: let's not. Because Deja really doesn't want to get it. Because it's going to mess up everything with her work. Right. And so I say, let's just let's just skip this week. And and uh, you can test it again you know, in, in uh, 10 days. Because we weren't going to record for like another 10 days already. Right. So you can test it again like, the day before we record. And we'll see. As long as you still don't have it, we'll record then. Uh, So you and Chris began your journey.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: And uh, one week later to the day, Mm -hmm. my wife comes home at 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning. I said, oh, this is nice. You came home for lunch early. It's good to see you. Yeah. I can't taste or smell anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And what was funny was like the day before we were exhausted. Yeah. We were like dying. We could not keep our eyes open. We were that that gif of that little toddler girl who's on the couch and just
0: yeah. Just head
1: bobbing, uh-huh. eyes closed and open cross-eyed. And uh but we just thought we didn't get enough sleep the last night mm-hmm. cuz our kid, uh, our youngest woke us up like 3 times. And yeah, so so we went to go pay Four hundred and fifty dollars to get rapid yeah. tested uh, mm-hmm. over in Texas, and found out yeah. Well, again, I tested negative. Mm-hmm. Danger tested positive, mm-hmm. but I was already having symptoms, so they right. just assumed yeah. Let's just assume you have it. Yeah. And they gave me the stuff and every the Z pack and mm-hmm. everything. So, so I want to hear from from your your day one Thursday onward. How did your two weeks go?
2: Well. Okay, so it was the 8th that we found out that Chris was positive, January 8th. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We were exposed December 26th. Mm. Okay, so that was exactly two weeks from the time that we were exposed to the time that he tested positive. And in that time, you and I had already... That's true. We had been around each other from... In between the time of exposure to the time of Chris testing positive, all four of us had been around each other. That's true. At that point. And so it was...
1: But they use, but they do say that you typically can't pass it along or it's at least right. a lot harder to pass it along if you're not showing symptoms. Right. Which is why a lot of places test for fever. And if you don't have a fever, you can come right on in.
2: Yeah. So um, Chris started, obviously, started feeling... Kind of under the weather, and then we found out, you know, from the person that we were exposed through, that they tested positive. Well, the night of the twenty sixth, Mila had actually stayed the night over at that person's house.
0: Oh, uh huh.
2: And then about about a week later, she started feeling pretty bad. She had a fever. Her stomach was really hurting her. But again, these are things that it's the end of December, early January. It's mm-hmm. common, you know, for kids at this point, yeah. <clears throat> especially right after Christmas and all the, um, well, all the sugary foods that you're eating. And mm-hmm. then, you know, so at this point I just kind of chalked it up to, it's just what happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's just life. Okay. And then we find out that our friends test positive and I'm like, crap,
0: Mila <laughs> brought
2: COVID home. She had COVID. She brought it home. Um, And then Chris starts feeling really, really bad.
1: So what were his like, how did he
2: feel bad? Um, Just exhaustion. Absolute pure exhaustion. Could not stay awake. And then after about, I guess, three days of that, three days of sleeping, I I, honestly, I would say at least 18 hours of a 24-hour day. Mm. Just constant. Um, then his throat starts hurting kind of like sinus feelings, drainage, throat is hurting. Ears are plugged. Can't Mm. hear anything. Then goes into the muscle aches, body aches, starting to feel like the flu now. Um, he, he had a fever. He ran a fever with it. I, on the other hand, never ran a fever. I had the really, really terrible headaches. Mm. But I get headaches every day anyway. True. So I am going back and forth this whole time with, but I tested negative. I can't possibly have it. I've... <laughs> Mind you, I've tested negative four times now.
0: Mm.
2: Every time I've been negative that I've tested. But this headache was just killer. Like nothing that I had ever felt before. Absolute pain throughout my entire head. Sometimes with headaches, you can tell if they're um, a tension headache or a caffeine headache or a sinus headache because of where it's located. No, this is a COVID headache because it is literally your entire head, neck, and shoulders just Mm. throbbing in pain. Um, And so that was my my big symptom of just a constant, I think, five days straight of this throbbing headache. And then I woke up one lovely morning... And it hit me that, yes, you, in fact, may have tested negative, but you do have COVID because you can no longer taste or smell anything.
1: You lost it. I, I did. didn't know that. Okay. I did. And wow. it was
2: heartbreaking. It's for me, that has been the worst.
0: I'll bet. Yeah.
2: That it's one of those things that you just don't even realize. You kind of take it for granted and not mm-hmm. to sound philosophical or anything, but you really do take your sense of smell, especially for granted. I've been walking around my house for like the past two weeks, like.
1: (sighs) Anything, please. I can't, I smell anything.
2: (laughs) Taking a shower and not being able to smell my shampoo or my body wash. And I'm like, and then. When we were finally out of quarantine and being able to leave the house and I'm, I still, you know, cause your symptoms continue to linger yeah. even after you're no longer, I still like, I can sort of taste and smell things every now and then, but it's not 100%. So still I, when I leave the house, I'm like, okay, I can't smell anything. I know that I showered today, but it doesn't smell like anything to me. Lord God, please do not let me stink <laughs> yeah. because the people around me can smell. And I can't smell myself at this point to know whether or not I need to freshen up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> our uh, our friend, Megan Kelly, had the coronavirus about two months ago, I feel like, maybe okay. a little longer, but they lost their, she lost her ta- taste and smell, blah, blah, blah. She got her taste back relatively quickly, but she still can't smell anything. Yeah. It's been three months. I'm sorry, three months ago. So it's been three months. She still can't smell,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is gotta be just—it's
2: annoying awful. as
1: all heck. Yeah. So you told me that even up to like the day before y'all were able to get out of quarantine, y'all felt awful. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly the day of, y'all felt fine.
2: Yeah. Just out of out of nowhere. And it was like we would have maybe an hour's time where we would be like, OK, all right, I'm good. I'm good. But it like wiped all of our energy. Mm. Whatever we did in that hour's time, even if we did nothing, wiped us of just our energy. Just existing
1: for that hour. Yes. <laughs> it was too much to yes.
2: handle. Yes.
0: <laughs> and we were
2: just absolutely drained, exhausted. So I was beginning to think, great, this is never going to end. This mm. is just our life now for the rest of our lives. We're going to be exhausted for forever. And then all of a sudden, the day that our quarantine ended, it was a Saturday. Last,
1: yeah, last Saturday. Last
2: Saturday yeah. Um, The day that it ended, I woke up and I, I guess because it had just become normal. Like when I woke up, I was just kind of expecting to roll out of bed and mm-hmm. drag myself into existence out into the rest of the house. But I woke up, opened up my eyes and I was like, Oh, wait, I feel, I feel normal. And of course, the first thing that I do is take a big whiff in and I still can't smell a single thing. So I'm like, okay, well, this is probably just going to go to garbage in a few minutes anyway. So I go to get out of bed. False soap. Yep. (laughs) Go to get out of bed, go brush my teeth. I'm getting ready and I'm like, okay, I'm not dead tired yet. Walk out, make coffee. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am living. I am alive. This is what alive is like. And then Chris comes out of the room and I hadn't been waking him up. You know, I had just been letting him sleep, especially considering he has some other health issues, pre-existing health issues that, you know, typically drain him on a normal day anyway. And so then with COVID on top of that, I've just been letting him sleep as much as possible, as much as his body wants. So when he walks out of the living room or out of the bedroom at a reasonable morning hour, I was like, what are you doing? He said, I feel really good. I was like, me too. (laughs) He's like, this this is weird. Is this a fluke? Is it going to hit us all of a sudden? And I think that we just spent the rest of that day just waiting for it to sneak up on us out of nowhere. And when it didn't, we were like, this was, this was great. Thank you, God. This was great. We just had a normal day.
1: <laughs> and it's been
2: like that every Pretty day good. since. Yeah. So the
1: only thing lingering now for you is just not fully back to tasting taste and smelling? And smell, okay. yeah. Anything lingering for Chris?
2: Mm. Did he lose his taste? He has lost his taste and smell. Topher mm. has lost his taste and smell as well. Mm. And for Topher, it's especially bad because he didn't just lose his taste and smell. But he... <sighs> It's weird. I don't know if you've ever experienced this when just being sick in general, but you kind of have this smell, this bad smell that kind of gets caught in your nose. You yeah. can't smell anything It like I call it a sick smell.
1: Weird. No, I've never even heard of that.
2: So that's all that Topher can smell. Mm. So he's like walking around and he's got his shirt up over his nose all the time. And I'm like, that doesn't even help. Like the it's smell is in your, is nose. In your <laughs> nose. And he's like, I know, but it's making me think something.
0: <laughs> I'm like, okay, well,
2: whatever.
1: It's a placebo. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's exactly what it is. So. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so we're hearing you talk about that.
0: It's
1: possible we got it from you thinking about it.
0: Uh, it is. So here's here's I, it really here's here's,
1: here's the deal. We 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 really don't think that we got it from you because Daedra's boss got it several days before Daedra had any symptom. Yeah. Like Daedra's boss called in on that Monday saying that uh I've been feeling bad all weekend and I got tested and I have COVID. And we thought, well, number 1, if he caught it anybody can get it cuz this dude has been taking like extreme precaution yeah and uh, cuz he's got lung problems already and so he did not want to get this yeah like his own kid will come home uh from college and they will stay out in a camper for 2 weeks and mm-hmm. then they can come into the house and hug the family yeah uh and he caught it uh which he's 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 doing okay he he did have some breathing problems, mm-hmm. but he's he's recovering okay. He'll be back in the office here soon. Um, but yeah, so he got it and he was out. Three days pass from that call, so it's you know, four days essentially, and that's when Daedric came home. Mm-hmm. And uh, then two other people in the office came down with it as well. Everybody who already didn't, who didn't already have had it at some point, caught it. Um, And so we really thought someone had to have just come into the office and had it, and it just spread around. Yeah. But now, it's quite possible I got it from you. Deidre got it from me, Mm -hmm. but we were asymptomatic for a long time. Deidre brought it over there, gave it to them, and she didn't get any symptoms until several days later. Yeah. It's quite possible.
2: It is it
1: But I'm gonna lean on the idea that it was some stranger's fault. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I appreciate that.
1: Um no, I mean you you couldn't have known. Yeah. No, that's the that's the problem with this thing, and that's the problem with all the precautions that we take and all that. You you can't know.
2: Yeah. And I had been saying from the beginning, you know, we went on our cruise a year ago and I was dead sick.
1: Right. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Did it compare at all?
2: 100%. Really? Every symptom spot on. Okay. Spot. And I had completely forgotten that I lost taste and smell while on the cruise.
1: Did you really?
2: Completely forgotten it until this came back around this time. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I do remember the smell wasn't such a big thing while on the cruise, but- on a cruise, one of the main things is eating food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can remember the first couple days was normal for me. But our last, significantly, I remember the last day. Every time I would eat anything. I'm like getting in those last day yeah. things that I have to get <laughs> eat, in. Eat
1: everything. They got. Yes. All the best stuff. Get it in.
2: And I couldn't taste any of it. Wow. And I was so frustrated because I'm, why can't I taste this food? What is go-? But at this point, COVID wasn't even a thing, you know, it hadn't even, none of this Hadn't sy- shut down the cruises yet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You didn't even know any of the symptoms. So I just was thinking that something was up with the food on the mm, ship. Okay. So I am.
1: And that was m- well more than six months ago. So Yeah, it was a year that's, ago. That's generally how long they think antibodies will keep you safe from mm-hmm. catching it again. Yep. Uh Okay, Mm -hmm. so see, I said that we had that weird experience that, like, my whole family, like my mom, Daedra, and my uh, and myself, had uh, around that same time, but it didn't compare at all. No, like, oh no, this was that was quick and it was bad, but it was quick and it was over in you know a few hours, really, and we moved on. I just thought, you know, you always hear it doesn't affect everybody all that bad, and a lot of people can have it and not even know it, not ever show any symptoms. Mm -hmm. I just thought, okay, so a symptom peeked its head out. And uh, then we moved on because yeah. it was just a very strange thing. But no, this was so. Like I said, that first day that we didn't know we had it, we were just dead exhausted. We could not do anything, couldn't mm-hmm. move, couldn't function, couldn't think. I'm sitting here trying to, trying to work and deal with the kids.
2: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that was me, day two of our cruise last year.
1: Oh, awful.
2: It was bad.
1: And so Deidre came home, not being able to taste and smell. She said someone, uh, her coworker, brought her a piece of coffee cake. He's like, okay. And then she picks it up. She's like, I should be able to smell, like, the cinnamon and the sugar. I'm like, this must be a bland piece of coffee cake. Bites into it. I don't taste a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh. And so she said she had, like, a panic attack at the desk. She's like, oh, gosh. Because... The one other person in there that had caught it already a couple months ago, when they found out that she had caught it, even though they don't think that she was in the office when she had it, OSHA came in and shut them down for a week. Right. And they're like, I don't want to do this again because if we get like three of these, then we're done. Mm -hmm. And they were waiting on OSHA to make a decision about Dean Mm because Dean had it. Confirmed three days ago. Right. So you're like, this would be the third strike. So she's having just the, and I'm sure this all took all of five minutes. She's panicking. Like, yeah. should I tell? She says, maybe, 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 maybe it's really just really bland yeah. coffee cake. Yeah. Man, I don't feel all that worse. So anyway, came home, made the right decision. And uh, Osha didn't shut them down, thank goodness. But, um, so yeah, those first, that day actually, when we drove to, um, to Bovina to to get the rapid test. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, okay, so there are a lot of weird things happening with me. And this maybe explains it. But I'm sitting here yelling in the car. Like, my COVID symptoms are stupid. Yours at least makes sense. So like me, you know how when you swim and you like accidentally breathe in the pool water. Yes. Choke on it and spit mm-hmm. it out. But you have chlorine now up in your sinuses mm-hmm. and it's giving you this weird... Cold and kind of heavy feeling back there. Mm-hmm. It's not normal sinus pressure. It's not normal like congestion. It's this weird like chemical burn. slight burn. Mm-hmm. That's what I had for days.
2: So Chris had that same thing. It was awful. Yeah.
1: Because it feels like you need to do something about it constantly, and you can't. Yeah. There's nothing to do.
2: Well, and Chris was saying it affected his eyes, his sinuses, his throat, his ears. It, like, just that whole thing. I didn't get to my,
1: it didn't get anywhere past my, just my nasal cavity feeling
2: for He said it hurt every, Mm -hmm. every part of his face.
1: Yeah, but it was awful. But then I also had a headache. Now, I didn't have a whole head headache, (sighs) but I don't get headaches. Okay. Like, before these two weeks... I can count the number of like incapacitating headaches I've had on a hand. In my whole life. Yeah. Like if I ever get headaches, they're very mild and they go away quickly. Lucky you. Right. (laughs) I had this just drill, hot iron poker. Yeah. Right in the third eye portion of your brain, Mm -hmm. just constantly just pushing just up. a hot push right there. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh. And I, it felt like what people describe hangovers like. Yeah. I've never had a hangover, so I can't, can't tell you exactly. But I remember going in to help Eli with his schoolwork. And there's a window right above where his, his uh, computer is. And I like couldn't look at the screen because the light from the window was so bright, even with the shade and everything there. That I'm just like, oh, it hurts, <laughs> like oh gosh. <laughs> so I'm like leaning down and covering my eyes, and I'm like oh, this is awful. And uh, but the other stupid thing I had is like my arm, just some of my muscles, like in weird places, were going numb. So like I could feel like this weird snake of numbness going around my arm and curves, and then up through this finger. And like, this was numb right at my elbow and down.
2: That's odd. I'm like,
1: this is stupid. I'm driving and I'm trying to get like feeling back in there. Like it's going to sleep almost? Yes. But just like half, right. half of it, which is really weird feeling. Yeah. Uh, So that happened like two or three times at different places in my body uh, huh. over the next couple or over those first few days. So I was mad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, nobody ever said anything about these stupid things. And I'm. I'll try to get my body to cooperate. Um, but then most, so I got those headaches a few times uh, for ibuprofen. would usually take care of it after a couple hours. Um, but See,
2: and we read, do not take ibuprofen. Really? Yes. Oh, like, I, that was like the biggest thing. Do not. So. Oh,
1: I do remember that yeah. way back. But that was because it would make lung problems worse if you developed them, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Something about the seriousness of, like, if you're in the hospital or whatever. Okay. But anyway, took it. I was fine. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that exhaustion just lasted forever. Yeah. Uh, And I remember I'm still trying to do all the Love Thy Nerd stuff um, while I'm at home. So I I luckily had ordered a few things to set up a home studio already, and they came in the beginning of that week. So I'm like, okay, I can get stuff done. I I can make everything happen. Yeah. And so I've been streaming on Tuesday nights for, uh, for Love Thy Nerd on their Twitch channel, hosting an Among Us game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh. So this was Tuesday, the first Tuesday after that, Thursday, just a few days into this thing. Yeah.
0: I'm
1: like, oh, OK, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. So I conserved my energy that whole day. I'm like, I just, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to sleep in my chair. Just be ready for that two hours. I just got to be on for two hours. And most people couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm rolling. But I watch back, like, that the last half hour, and you can just see me. Just starting to zone out, <laughs> starting to lose my, my like, uh, speed, I guess, like yeah. um, uh, reaction time. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. <laughs> my reaction time's going down and I'm, I'm saying, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm slipping guys.
2: <laughs> Just, I'm going. Yeah.
1: So it was, yeah. And that, that two hours knocked me out for the next like 24 like wow. it was yep. just trying to put that much focus into something and kind of be on for the camera, quote unquote, yep. and interact with people and laugh and all this. Just mm-hmm. just that much effort killed me. Yeah. Uh, but the one saving grace that I had, which, by the way, I've said this a thousand times on the show, but I was starting keto. <laughs> I had done three whole days of keto up to that point. Yeah. And I said, so I'm stuck at home for two weeks and everything we're ordering is DoorDash and whatever. No, I'm not doing keto here. Yeah. No, forget this. We'll <laughs> wait until
0: after now.
1: Forget that. Yeah. but So Deidre couldn't taste or smell anything. And we're ordering all this food from DoorDash. And, you know, we got our, you know, stimulus thing. And so like, well, we haven't used it yet. Yep. Yes, that's what we're using it for. Yep. And uh <laughs> Deidre was getting... Matter and matter about it. Like by the third day, I'm like, let's order some dinner. Do you Do you want to order anything? Oh gosh. Is, do you, is there anything you want? What does it matter?
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to taste anything anyway. Just get whatever you want to get. Can you taste? Can you smell? Might as well just get whatever you want to eat because I'm not gonna enjoy it one way or the other. I had the same reaction.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. And. and and I wouldn't try and do it on purpose. I'm trying to be nice, you know? Yeah, I know? And so I'll catch myself halfway saying it, uh, you know, several days in. I'm like, do you want anything specific? She's like, what? And then, Nothing. It doesn't matter to you what I order, right? Why would it? Okay. <laughs>
0: it,
1: yep. just, it was, but uh, she's gotten a little bit of her taste back and a little bit of her smell. Um I mean, it was weird. She was testing herself with things like she's putting her face in a bag of onions, mm-hmm. she's like drinking pickle juice, all yeah. these things. barbecue sauce, hot sauce. She could feel like heat if it was really hot. yes, but that was it, like not taste, anything.
2: So, so if so something strange. was salty, we could taste the salt. If something was sweet, we could we knew that it was sweet. You could you taste know?
1: like sweet and savory, right? B- as as a concept, yes, but not but there as was a flavor no flavor <laughs> yeah. at
2: all whatsoever. So strange. It was the weirdest thing. Still though, I I have learned this about myself. I am far more a smeller. Than a taster. Mm. I While it was incredibly frustrating not being able to taste anything, it has been heartbreaking not being able to smell anything. Yeah, where I, I'm.
1: And as you said, scary. Nature had the same thoughts of, "What if I stink and yeah. I don't know it?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, if I stink, <laughs> I'm getting away scot free here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's it was it was just odd. So our kids. For the most part, were just full of energy and nothing else. But there was like a string of uh, like the end of one day, one full day, and the beginning of another day where you could tell they were just exhausted, even Mm -hmm. though they hadn't really done anything to be exhausted. And they were coughing and sniffing a lot Mm -hmm. more. But they also have allergies this time. So I don't really know if that was part of it or not. Yeah. But it just seemed more pronounced just for a couple days. Mm -hmm. But then that was it. And then they were full of energy again and just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. Which they could not do. Yeah. We couldn't even, I mean, had to happen in winter. We couldn't even send them outside to go play in the backyard. I know. Couldn't even do that. I know. So I have not actually been confined with my kids <laughs> for that long. For even, I don't think I go more than two days in a row without them going to someone else's house. Okay. so I have to come to work. Yeah. Uh, or me leaving and danger being home with
2: them yeah.
0: for
1: a while. Uh, And so. <laughs> I love my kids, but who, they' are a lot, yeah, and especially my three-year-old who has just he will not shut up. My Eli has never been this way. Johnny just every word he thinks, he has to say it, and he has to say it in the longest, most drawn-out way possible, and he says the same long sentences. Over and over again. And he also demands your attention. Yeah. Everything he says, he has to say your name over and over again until you look him in the eye and say, what? Mm -hmm. You can't just look him in the eye because he'll just keep saying it. Mm -hmm. Daddy. 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 What? (laughs) What? Just say it. We're all listening. What? Yep. He won't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've lost my patience with him multiple times. I'm like because I'll interrupt him I say just don't say it don't talk anymore daddy I'm trying to tell you something I know you're gonna say that next time you're gonna pick that show that you wanted to see but it was your brother's <laughs> turn to pick right daddy next time because when... <laughs> he still has to say it even yeah. though he knows I know what he's gonna say I just said it yeah uh, so there were multiple times where I just said don't say any, don't say another word don't say another word I'm gonna send you to your room just stop talking Sit there and eat. and Don't talk anymore. I don't want to hear your voice for the rest of the day. Oh. <laughs> just, but those were the days where we were like exhausted. Absolutely. Just everything was, yeah. You know, there's just no, I just, I can't hear your voice anymore. Please, yeah. please yeah. just stop it.
2: And that is okay to have days like that. Oh, well, it, yeah.
1: I mean, they're going to happen. Yeah, no absolutely. But yeah, it just, it was. Whew.
2: For me, Loving. because it was the headache that was the most painful mm-hmm. Um. Any sort of motion, like jarring motion, of course, whenever you have a headache and you have a jarring motion, it just it makes your brain feel like slush and everything in your head is just like, you know, banging around. And so we have a recliner that's, uh, you know, it rocks back and forth. And Mila, I love my daughter so very much. (laughs) She's very... Loving, very affectionate. Mm-hmm. She's, she always has been and her way of trying to help or soothe you is to love on you, mm-hmm. you know? And so she would see me struggling sitting in the recliner. And so she would want to come over and give me a hug or love on me or rub my head or something. And she'd go to sit on the arm of the recliner, which would make the recliner rock. <laughs> And so the first couple times, times, I'm like, sister, you can't sit on the recliner. It hurts my head. You know, it makes me feel sick. Just just stand next to me or come behind me or something. Just don't lean on the recliner. And then I think after the fourth or fifth time that she sat on the arm of that recliner and I had just had enough, I was like, do not sit on the arm of this recliner again. And she just kind of looks at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, but it hurts. And you need to understand that. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, you're the worst mother oh, ever. yeah. yeah. No, she I've... just wants to love <laughs> on you, and what a jerk you are.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I told they do that multiple times. I'm like, gosh, I feel like such an awful dad right now. <laughs>
2: <sighs> but I'm, here's the thing they forget about it. Because oh, sure, yeah. even today, she went and sat on the arm of the recliner, and I'm like, <laughs> sister. What have we said? (laughs) Don't sit on the arm of the recliner.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Oh, but I will say this. Okay. Here's my two cents. You ready? I'm about to drop a mic. Ooh, okay. Okay. So. Everybody listen. I said that while we were on the cruise last year, it has been confirmed for me, at least personally, 100% that I had COVID. OK, and then we come back and Chris has he's like dead, tired, exhausted for two weeks straight yeah. after that. OK, the same friends who we were exposed by this time, they were also on the cruise with us. Same thing. They've had the same symptoms when we first mm. came back from the cruise. So the four of us are pretty definite on. Yes, we, we had definitely COVID.
1: had it on the cruise. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: but our, it wasn't as bad. It didn't last as long. It didn't. Yes, we felt awful and we felt like we had never felt before. But this time around, same symptoms, same feeling, just worse.
1: Worse and longer. uh Uh-huh.
2: You want to know my theory?
0: Hmm.
2: Our immune systems. That's my theory. Because for the last year, it's been a year. Okay. For the last year, we've been, sure, we're still exposed to things but we're washing our hands more. We're taking more precautions. Okay. So kind of overall, we're a little bit more healthy in terms of viruses and exposure and, and in that regard, but our bodies are slightly weakened as to what we can handle, you know, what we can ward off and fight off at this point. So same sickness, same symptoms, just hit us a little bit harder because our bodies are slightly weakened
1: That's possible and, and at least likely uh part of it. Yeah. My theory would be, because it was so early on, even before things were closed down.
2: Right. That could be that also you got be...
1: the original Chinese version. China. China virus. Uh-huh. The China virus. Uh-huh. Uh strain right. that wasn't as strong mm-hmm. as the European one right. that has come since that is the more prevalent one yeah. that I think probably we had
2: Very very possible
1: But uh but I also agree with you with the immune system thing
2: Yeah Not that our immune system is shot obviously right. it's not going
1: Just that we're 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 babying it Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) to the point where we
1: don't, we're not building up antibodies naturally through littler things like germs. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, this is why why it makes me sad that you're not an Office fan, because in a later season they they talk about this in a cold open joke, where Dwight basically says, like if we really cared about our bodies, we'd have hand desanitizing stations. He said, what would that be like? You know, just bowls full of dirt and and uh, animal feces and bugs and stuff. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, he said, uh, so. <laughs> later in the show, people are just coming up and sneezing in his face anytime they need to sneeze. <laughs> and he's just welcoming it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it's just making me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, we were fortunate, at least, to not have any of the. Hospital inducing symptoms. Yes. Nobody had any lung issues in your house?
2: Uh, a, There were a couple nights where while sleeping on his back, Chris had a difficult time breathing. But nothing but it that like,
1: incapacitated right. him or
2: right. worried it was him like enough a, to go to the hospital. Exactly. It was a, oh, that, that was kind of hard. Okay, mm. let me roll on my side. And then he's fine. You know
1: well, it didn't help that my mother were, was calling me every single day saying, You're not having any breathing problems, are you? I'm like, No, but then, like, after that, I'm acutely aware of right. everything. I'm like, Am I running out of breath? No, right. I'm just fat, I'm just fat. <laughs> I'm just fat, and I walk a long time and I'm really tired. I'm just catching my breath, just stop thinking about it, mm-hmm. and you won't even notice it, yeah. And so, yeah, that was fine, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely could have been a lot worse, uh, now. You have type O blood, right? Mm-hmm. And so something that I had heard in theory and rumor yep. was that type O people can't fully catch it, uh, possibly can't even spread it. Right. And uh, we, I had been directly like within three feet of my mom for a very long time during a conversation, both of us not wearing masks, like two days before yeah. I had the the, uh, the fatigue day. Uh-huh. And so I was sure my mom had caught it. So as soon as Daedra came home, I called her. I'm like, hey, where are you? I'm going to the store. Turn around. I'm going to schedule you a test. Uh, and she's like, oh, great. Great, Matt. <laughs> like, I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, she has type O blood, too. And she that's where I heard it first. So I, I heard that if you have type O, you can't. It's, it's not as likely that you're going to yeah. catch it, or if you have it, it's not going to be as bad, and you probably can't spread it. And then you said that. Your doctor told you
0: mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
1: And so I'm like, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I called her with that news. I'm like, hey. So uh, she was she did the long test, like the wait for okay. 48 hours. So this was like the day before she's supposed to get her results. I said, hey, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I got like doctor confirmed uh, on that theory there. And so- it's possible you don't have it. Yeah. And it uh, turns out she didn't. Yeah. So, and she's been fine. She hasn't had any kind of symptoms.
2: Well, and that was my doctor's reasoning for possibly why I...
0: Tested negative.
2: Tested negative, mm. you know, um, but also at the same time, why my symptoms weren't as severe as what most everybody else yeah. has. Also, I've been exposed. This was probably the 12th time in the last year that I've been exposed. mm Again, the fourth time that I've taken a test.
1: That's right. You've taken a lot of tests.
2: Uh-huh. Well, and guess, guess who got randomly selected by the district to take another <laughs> test? So I get to find out this week whether or not... Great. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if test number five comes back positive or negative and... Well,
1: I will say I came back to church the first time this past Thursday. That was my first day out. We waited a full two weeks. We didn't just do the 10 days. Yeah, We waited a full two weeks just to be sure Mm -hmm. and make everybody else that's going to be around as comfortable and uh, came back for for Celebrate Recovery. And I I know exactly what, what I felt exactly what Trump said. When he got out of the hospital, he said, and now I'm immune. Yeah. Basically like a superpower. I could walk down there. I'll kiss everybody. I'll kiss him too. He might not like it, but I'll do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: And it's like it kind of feels that way. I'm like, all right. Dangerous, said <laughs> The other day, look, uh, I just think I'm over masks now. I'm like, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah.
2: Anybody says anything to me, listen, I just had it less than six months ago. Okay, I don't have to wear a mask. Thank you.
1: I can't catch it again, and I can't give it to you because I can't get it. Right. So you no, know, but I mean, yeah, I mean.
2: I don't know. Like, just Just. let's all go get a slight exposure. Those (laughs) of us who can handle it. Okay. Those of us who are not a severe health risk by any means. um, Let's just every six months or so, we'll just start scheduling it and we'll just get a slight exposure so that we can have it for however long and then we're good for another six months.
1: See, that's another thing. We were talking about conspiracies around this. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. One of the people that have been trying to make vaccines, there was another one that was supposed to come out. And they stopped. And they said, we're not going to make one. And it's because they have come to the conclusion through their research that the herd immunity is probably going to do it a lot better than we're going to do mm-hmm. it. I'm like, I know everyone said that herd immunity is not a good idea. But then again, now everybody's saying, send the kids to school and do all this. I'm like, oh, well, is it or isn't it a good idea? Right. <laughs> Who's telling us the truth? And it goes, it 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 just reminds me, because we said, you know, that news story about wear two, wear three masks mm-hmm. now, it just reminds me of March, where Dr. Fauci was like, nobody should be wearing masks right now. Yeah. Unless you're a doctor who's going to be in the face of people that have it every right. single day, you shouldn't be walking around with a mask. hmm and then he was on some news news thing the other day, s- blaming Trump for the inconsistent message <laughs> during the COVID thing. I'm like, really? 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 It was Trump? Mm-hmm. It was Trump that had yeah. the inconsistent mm-hmm. message?
2: Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, he did, but...
2: <laughs> I, I just got to say... But did, too. <laughs> everybody did. Yeah. Everybody did.
1: Everybody this entire time has acted like they know exactly what the facts are at any given moment, even though the facts have changed... Every week,
2: absolutely. This entire time, one extreme to the next.
1: Yeah,
2: Uh, yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) every every time you listen to me now, yeah.
1: This is what you do.
2: I yeah. I've got to say though, you know, for a while, Chris and I were very. We're just going to continue doing what we do. Continue living our lives. You know, I didn't always wear a mask when I should have worn a mask. You know, I was around people less than six feet apart, not wearing a mask, okay, we, I know, we (laughs) went, we traveled for Thanksgiving, we went to Six Flags over Thanksgiving. You went to Six Flags? I didn't know that. Yeah, we went to Six Flags. That's
1: because you're in Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah, Texas don't care.
2: Here's bring it on. Well, and here's the thing. If there's ever a time to go to an amusement park or (laughs) a baseball game or if cruises were open, do it now because... Nobody's, no one is doing it, you know? <laughs> so anyway, we, we do all of these things. And then the one thing, you know, Chris's dad passes away and we're like, no, it's just not, it, we want to be home. We, you know, we should, but it's just not worth it. And then three days later we're exposed. Mm. And I was like, listen, we're done not doing anything. <laughs> Because the times that we are like, yeah, we're doing it, we're going, we end up remaining safe. The time that we're like, no, one we're not we're doing anything, we're going to stay home, we end up catching it.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yep.
1: this was uh, our 25th COVID episode.
2: <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Wow.
1: 25th episode focused on COVID. Can, so. we,
2: can we have at least one week where we don't talk about it.
1: We've had several because we've been home with COVID. <laughs> These last three. We've
2: Those don't count. Barely
1: <laughs> been focused on it at all. Those barely don't mentioned. count. Now, see, I'll, I'll say one more thing before we close up here. Um, what, one of the projects I tackled over this last uh, couple of weeks was um, putting like an archive together for our older shows. Mm-hmm. Because we are the only ltn podcast network podcast that like starts way past episode 1 you know it's it's we start with episode 278 yeah and i just wanted to have that somewhere for posterity so mm-hmm. i created some some dropbox um Like some shareable drop drop box folders with all of our old stuff in it. And I separated them into, like, years, essentially. I have all of our podcast stuff now, which hasn't been available online since we started the show. Yeah. The morning show. Then I have the first few months from uh, 2018 of the Backroom Morning Show. I have the 2019 all-year Backroom Morning Show. And then I have the most of 2020, the Morning Side Hug. Mm -hmm. And I look through the Morning Side Hug... Which again started at the beginning of 2020. That's the January first week, right? And I'm like, oh gosh, you hit a certain point here, and it's like every other show is just about dealing with the coronavirus. Yeah, like this is the coronavirus show mm-hmm. that we had that year. And I want to so... say
2: it it really <laughs> started rolling in April, mm-hmm. and it just hasn't stopped.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was interesting to look back at that. Uh, so. Yeah. If you want to get sad, you can go check out the morning side. So now we have now we have a post that says because most of our we 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 gather all of our shows into one post for a week, Mm -hmm. and so most of our shows say like you know I think our most recent one is episode three twenty two through three twenty four, and so now we have one that says episode one through (laughs) two seventy seven. Wow. But at least we're we're. We're there. Complete.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we will share our latest Twitter poll about you and COVID nineteen.
2: <laughs> more Back Row Morning Show to come.
1: Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerds content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day.
2: But first, with such a tough few weeks behind us, we wanted to know more about you. Our poll have you had COVID yet?
1: So I gave you three options. Yes. No. And I think so. But I wasn't tested. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So what do you think the number one response was?
2: I think so, but I wasn't tested. Wrong. What? That was
1: the third.
2: What?
1: No was the number one answer with 55.3%. Yes, at 28%, and 16.7% said, I think so, but it wasn't tested. So it's almost 50-50 being yeah. a version of yes, but even among those that say yes, they got tested.
2: Hmm. Well then. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
1: I, uh, I told myself I didn't want to get tested, really,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: then I felt like I had to mm-hmm. because I work in a church. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to need to know. And it sucked because it happened on a Thursday and Thursday we have celebrate recovery, which is something that I, I lead. Yeah. And, uh, my co-leader just had a baby and hasn't really come back to, to take up any more uh, of the responsibility yet. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm rushing now to get that test and it's the middle of the afternoon and I message John, Hey, Think you and Hillary can run? And they they just couldn't get it together. Yeah. Uh, And then John wound up having to do the second one the next week Mm -hmm. all by himself, uh, which you can imagine is fun because you're running back and forth and back and forth from the stage to the sound booth, stage Uh to the sound booth all night long. But he did it.
2: I think at that point I would have just turned all the chairs around and been like, we're running from the sound booth tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just turn around. I'm going to play from back here.
2: Yeah, that's what I would (laughs) have (laughs)
1: done. All right, well, let's end with our verse for the day.
2: Verse for the day is 1 Peter 4, 1. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh... Arm yourselves with the same way of thinking, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin.
1: That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your
2: gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN at LTN on air and at love thy nerd. And the back row morning show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor back row Baptist church. So search us out and join in on the fun.
1: Lastly, remember that we air our first, uh, we air first, sorry. New new copy for the <laughs> ending segment here. <laughs> Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, dot com every Monday through Thursday at seven AM Central with an encore at nine AM. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Backroom Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely.
2: We'll be back tomorrow morning. We hope you will too.
1: Mo, final thought.
2: Hey, we have COVID superpowers.
1: Yeah, buddy. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.